Hello and welcome to the Body Acceptance Podcast. This podcast is for women who struggle to love and sometimes even like their bodies and who want to build a more loving relationship with themselves through experiencing more joy, pleasure, and confidence. Each week we'll cover topics ranging from body image, intuitive eating, self-love, and so much more. If you're ready to learn practical tips and tools for loving the skin you're in, then you're in the right place. Let's get to it. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Body Acceptance Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about healing generational body shame. And before we get started, I just want to talk about a little change that I'm making. So I've been experimenting with blogging and podcasting at the same time. And every week I've been trying to release a long form blog post and long podcast episode. And it's becoming a little bit too much. I'm noticing I'm behind on things and I'm trying to do all this while I'm also writing the body acceptance book. And so what I'm going to start doing is every other week I will release a long form blog post and uh, along with that, I'll release the podcast episode version of that. And then on the weeks that I am not going to release the long form blog post, in other words, I'll just be working on writing it for a full week. On those weeks, I'll release a mini episode or a shorter episode. I wouldn't say mini. I don't know if I can really do mini. We'll see how this one goes. So this is the first mini sort of episode that I'm doing. And of course, I pick a topic as heavy as healing generational body shame. So I just want to let you know that I don't plan on getting really deep into this topic. I just personally, I've been asked how to navigate this quite a few times by some friends. And so I figured I would just answer my thoughts on passing down body shame and body image issues to your children. Maybe that's been passed down to you from your parents and how to navigate that experience and to stop the body shame and body image issues with you if you do have children. If you don't have children, I know me personally, uh, I do have a bonus son and he is, he's almost 16 at this point. And he has struggled with body image issues, but his issue is um, kind of the opposite. He, he feels like he's too thin and that's something that his dad has gone through as well. So I kind of just leave it to Jason um, to navigate that conversation. I think if I had a girl or girls, it would feel differently. And because I don't have children I or girls, I use this information to uh, be able to influence my nieces or the younger girls in my life and to also be able to kind of cut off conversation at the higher level, you know, of other family members commenting on my own personal body or food choices, which I haven't had an issue with that personally. My family is really supportive of me actually and my size and sometimes I'm actually able to even vent about how I feel about my body to them and they're super supportive. I think where we struggle in our family is with diet talk or they'll continue to talk about their own bodies or somebody else's weight loss in front of me. 
And that's where I, that's part of the reason why I often feel judged by them, even if they aren't judging me. So anyway, let's get into the episode. As uh, I kind of alluded to, a lot of our body image struggles can originate from within our family of origin, who we grew up around, what's, what attitudes there were around food, around weight, especially around weight gain, around people in larger bodies. How was your family? Were there people in your family who had a larger body, who lived in a larger body? Were there fat family members? Were there like not so large family members that perceived themselves as that way? As you can tell just by the way I'm talking about it, it can be such a complex thing. And as we know, a lot of the attitudes that we develop about life in general come from our childhood because those are the early developmental phases. Those are the more, most important times where we're kind of learning about life and and what people think and why they think the way that they do. And it's really hard once you've developed those beliefs to unlearn them later on in life. But when it comes to body image and body acceptance, it's really important to heal those the trauma maybe that you've experienced around this and it's really important to rewire your beliefs in order to be able to move forward as a healthy individual and have healthy relationships not only with your body and food but with your family members around these topics as well so the the re, the main reason that I've also brought this topic up is because I've learned from close friends of mine that some some cultures can be more vocal than others when it comes to making comments of like, oh, you've gained weight or commenting on your body. And the specific cultures that the friends have come to me about, say their mothers or grandmothers really comment about their weight is Mexican, Venezuelan, Venezuelan, Italian. And they find it really difficult to say anything because, again, if it's so deeply ingrained in the culture, it can be really hard to reverse something like that. Uh, and they've also described their moms as being more overbearing or opinionated. Um, you know, it's like it's like more of like a, a matriarch kind of culture, which is really beautiful because the mom can influence the family in such a powerful way which is so important if you're in that position as a mom in your family, that you have such a powerful impact, which means it's also very important that you learn to pay attention to how your words and your actions influence your family members. I know personally, and especially um, some of my friends who have talked to me about this, I know their moms personally. And I know that their mothers have nothing but like so much love. They're just full of love. But they themselves also struggle from generational body shame that has been passed down to them. And they're passing it down to their daughters from a place of genuine love. And I think it's really important to talk about that and to think about it in that way. I know that my mom had and still continues to have struggles with her body image, with her weight. It seems like most of my life she's either been on a diet or been between diets and just 
constantly talking about, oh, I need to gain control. I need to get back into it and, and things like that. And so I've internalized a lot of that. I don't blame my mom. I'm not angry at my mom for that because I understand that she herself was battling her own demons and still continues to and hasn't had the resources available to her that I have. That's why I love podcasts and books on this topic. It's just now becoming more mainstream than it was. So imagine you living your whole life thinking that the only option for you when you struggle with weight is to just lose weight, to diet, to get back into the gym in like a more punishing way and like to beat yourself up and berate yourself and to only know of that being a form of motivation for change. Thankfully, now we have other resources available. We have other mindsets being presented to ourselves. It's why I have this podcast in the first place. But it's, it's really difficult for our mothers and our grandmothers to change this. And they have to really want it. It's a lifelong programming within them. And so maybe we want to see them change. We want to see them embrace their own bodies more. And maybe that's not necessarily possible. And so what can we do instead? We can start with us. We can change the relationship that we have to food in our own bodies. We can then have conversations with them about boundaries, setting boundaries. Like, you know, mom, I appreciate that maybe you're not comfortable in your own body and I really feel for you. And I know that you want me to be happy and healthy. And so I just want you to know that it's not helpful for me when you comment on my body size or when you comment on my food choices. It actually sends me backwards and causes me to feel ashamed. And when I'm in a place of shame, I can't consciously make decisions to that benefit my body. When I feel shameful about my body size, that's when I engage in behaviors like binging or emotional eating because I don't want to face the fact of who I am and what I'm choosing to do. And I have your voice in my head judging me as well. And so it would really actually benefit me more if you would just be kind or loving or if you don't feel capable of doing that, just refrain from commenting at all on my body or my food choices. And then from there, if you set those boundaries and say they're not listening or they don't understand or um, they're not respecting those boundaries, you're going to have to set firmer boundaries as in, mom, I can't, I'm sorry, but I cannot come to family events where there's food involved because of how you speak about the food or how you comment on my body or mom, I'm afraid to come see you now because I don't want you to comment on my body. And then, and I'm saying mom here, I'm, I'm, I'm giving an example of like a mother daughter relationship because it's just simpler. I know there are many obviously nuances and varieties to that, but I think the most direct one is to think of the mother daughter relationship. So imagine you have that relationship with your own mom. You're starting to set those boundaries and then you yourself have a daughter and you notice that your daughter is starting to pick up on certain attitudes and beliefs about weight and foods being scary or off limits or things like that. 
and you notice that maybe you're starting to work on it, but when you go to visit, say, grandma, she's commenting. And that's now not only impacting you, but that's impacting your daughter. And at this point, you're going to feel really protective of your daughter and what she's exposed to. So first of all, when obviously like age appropriate as your daughter is able to have conversations with you, because she will, you can't protect your daughter from never hearing anything negative about body sizes and things like that. What you can do is you can have a conversation and many conversations with your daughter about the attitudes that you choose to adopt in your personal household around body image and food choices and things like that. And then also point out that it may be different outside of the household. And here is what we do. Equip your children with some tools around what to do if they're in a space where maybe they feel body shamed or they see a friend of theirs that is body shamed or someone making fun of another person in their presence. And so this also means that if you're around grandma and grandma is unwilling to respect your boundaries, that you can also say, grandma or mom, I don't feel comfortable bringing my daughter around you because she's at such a young, impressionable age. And I just feel that for as long as you're unwilling to stop commenting on these things, I feel that it's important that I just protect my daughter. And so, you know, whatever your boundary feels like, you don't have to go to that extreme if you don't want. Maybe you might have to for a little bit until she, un- your, your, you know, your mom understands better. Um, but it is pretty, <laughs> it's pretty, like I said, complicated to try and get someone to change overnight. So just, again, be patient, be loving, try and be understanding. And if you can hold the space for a, maybe a two-sided conversation of just trying to understand your mother better, trying to understand, like, why do you feel the way that you do around this? I know personally I've had these conversations with my mom and it's been really helpful because my mom and I are on totally different pages or at least when I started out with this body acceptance work, we were on completely different pages and the concepts that I was presenting to my mom felt so foreign to her that she would just shut down. And then I would get frustrated and think that she wasn't being supportive because she was shutting down but it was just all too much for her and she wasn't ready. I've noticed over the years, especially as I have done this work, my family as a whole, I would say my my sister, my brother and I, all three of us have body image issues in our own ways. And just over the years, I've seen my family or my, my brother and his wife as well, and then my mom, they, you know, they teeter a little bit, but I've also seen them develop a healthier relationship to their bodies. And, and again, if they're able to support me with my body image issues, that's saying something. So that I say that to say that it can definitely improve, but I would also be aware of your expectations because not everybody is ready for that conversation. And so all you can do at your level is work on yourself and what you need to heal from and then to set boundaries as you're healing. I was during my healing process in a place where I couldn't hear about diet talk at all or you know, body shaming, any of that because that felt really triggering and harmful. 
I'm now at a place where I can actually hear about it and and then get curious and want to dive deeper and have conversations. But it wasn't like that for a really long time. So pay attention to where you're at personally. And if you do need to create distance for the time being, that's totally acceptable to do. Now, as far as what you can do in your own household, as I said before, be really mindful of how you speak to and about your body in front of your children and the actions that you're taking to be healthier. They pay attention to you and what you do a lot more than you realize. So for example, don't label foods good or bad. Just kind of take a neutral approach to foods. Even if there's foods that you personally like do or don't like, try not to present that to your kids so that you can offer them a variety of foods and allow them to make their own decisions about that food without being influenced. Oftentimes, we take away the autonomy of our children because we don't trust that they know what's right for their bodies when it comes to what to eat and how to move. And so that is likely kind of what happened to you when you were younger as well. You know, your parents say things like, Uh, eat everything on your plate because there are starving children in Africa or take a few more bites and you can get dessert. So you're using food as like a reward punishment system and it ties emotion and attachment to foods and puts specific foods on a pedestal. And so when you start to notice that they develop it in a, a kind of strange relationship to food, that could be a result of the way that you also relate to food in the house. So I think it's really important to refrain from commenting on your children's bodies or food choices, to comment on weight gain or anything like that. It is normal for kids to, especially as they get closer to puberty and they're growing, to want to eat more, to want to eat high calorie sugary foods because they're literally fueling their body um, for especially your girls to gain weight in puberty. And so what you can do is just, again, offer them a variety of foods, neutralizing all foods. Don't tie emotion to their food. So try and, um, like, instead of, I guess, offering comfort, like when they're having a bad day or something, offering them ice cream or something, are there other tools that you can present to them as well? Because emotional eating is simply a coping mechanism And if it's the only coping mechanism that you or they have available, then that's the only one that they're going to use. And that's when it becomes an issue. And also just teach them joyful movement, how to be active, go on family hikes together if that's your thing. Or if it's not, what is your thing? How can you teach your children that exercise is meant to be joyful and uplifting and not punishing Um, So those are a few examples. And just remember that your children and your family, when they're in your home and when they're younger, their relationship to food and their body can only be as healthy as yours is. So I hope that was helpful. Um, Let me know if you have any further questions. I can chat with you on in my DMs or I can answer any specific questions on an upcoming mini episode. You can come chat with me on Instagram. I'm at Lauren M. Kendrick. You can find a link to that in the show notes. If you prefer Facebook, I'm at Lauren Kendrick over there. And that is all I have for you this week. I will talk to you again next week with a longer form podcast. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Body Acceptance Podcast. Be sure you're subscribed wherever you listen so you don't miss when a new episode drops. If you love this podcast, I would so appreciate if you leave a review. The more positive reviews I have, the more this podcast can reach women like you who are in need of this message. Let's create a ripple effect and inspire more ladies to love themselves. And as always, feel free to share this episode with a friend or tag me on your Instagram stories at Lauren M. Kepler to let me know you're listening. Can't wait to chat with you again next week, but until then, remember that you're worthy and beautiful as you are right now.